Hi, Jane. How are you? Not too bad. It's good to see your real life face. People are going to know that we're not on Zoom, Ro. How would they know we're not on Zoom? Because the quality is significantly better. <laughs> There's been a few people recording podcasts that actually, I'm like, they're in a room together. Um, we, to be, like, I, I wish, like, you could actually see how, like, anal were being, yes, we're a couple of days before the phase two where we're like going to other people's houses we felt that this episode was uh far too important to do over zoom and we wanted to communicate clearly clearly so ro is sitting <laughs> beside a window in my hall i'm not even i'm in her hall jane has like a separate hallway and then jane's in the sitting room yeah so two meters away from me so so i'm not entering into her actual living space i'm in literally in her hallway yeah um i hope that's okay yeah um but we've got a pretty good reason for doing it yeah, I think so. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's no way we could have not done an episode on this. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure you all know what it is. It's the George Floyd uh, murder by mm-hmm. pr- police brutality and uh, the subsequent riots and protests and um, I guess movement that that has come from it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we had a whole other episode lined up to go out and it just did not feel right. Like, I want to talk about this. And also, I will say that I'm absolutely mortified mm-hmm. that we're only talking about it now. Yeah, I mean, we... Yeah, it's a... Look, this whole episode is going to be just us speaking very honestly about the, the topic, which we think everyone needs to do. And I think that's a really solid action we can all take is actually talking uh, talking about it, like in your friend groups, like me and Jane are going to do right now. And it's... um yeah as jane just said it's kind of embarrassing to be honest that we've not tackled or not that we tackle um major issues but like not we haven't talked about racism in any episode we've done because it doesn't affect us at all and it's that um it's that phrase that's been thrown around and i've heard it a lot like white privilege it's like you ask a fish what water is they don't know what it is because they're surrounded (laughs) by it all the time um yeah i'm mortified also being in a minority group myself i'm like well like how did that not anyway yeah how uh, did it not how did we not think to do this i don't know like i'm i'm mortified i'm also just embarrassed or like yeah that i just didn't realize the extent of racism in ireland yeah that's something that's very eye-opening to me that you know over the last few days like that um i think we all are very aware of the especially the police brutality but like just the, the racism in other countries and I just have always felt, you know, Ireland, the island of a thousand welcomes. And, you know, because I, I, yeah, I guess I haven't seen racism happen. So therefore, I was very ignorant to think that maybe, you know, of course, I, I, of course, I didn't think no one is racist in Ireland. Of course, I knew there. Of course, that's happening. But I just didn't. I just didn't know it was as bad as it is. I think because our scale is different. Well, because it's so bad in America and mm-hmm. you see black people being killed all the time for no reason. That's like, well, that's not happening here. So we're fine. Yeah. Um, I'm just keeping it on the Irish thing for a second. Now, this is not going to be an, um, a, a podcast or, you know, a content where you're going to get lots of facts and percentages because, look, you're probably like us and that you've seen so much. There's so much great like resources and content being posted on social media at the moment. And uh, we're going to have a very candid chat. But I do just want to talk a little bit about racism in Ireland um there was a post on Instagram that kind of I thought was very eye-opening um it's from Kean Ryan I don't know what Kean Ryan does I think he's I don't know looks like a young fella anyway 
5,000 followers for I played him, but I think he just, yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he's basically, as a white man, I was privileged to have been unaware of the severity of anti-black racism on my own, in my own country. And then he, he spent some time getting statistics together. I'm going to read some of them out for you now. So, um, racial violence against black people, um, Ireland ranks the second worst in the EU. Wow. With 13% of black people in Ireland experiencing racial violence compared to the EU average of 5%. Wow. Uh, 51% of black people in Ireland say they have been harassed in the form of verbal, physical or online threats compared to the EU average of 30%. Um, only 20, 27% of people of black people in Ireland report an incident of racial discrimination that they are subject to. Um, compared to white people, black people in Ireland are three times more likely to experience discrimination in access to public services and five times more likely to experience discrimination in access to private services such as shops, banks and housing. Um, so I like read that and I was like, Jesus Christ. And then immediately I was like, Roshan, you fucking idiot. It's alive <laughs> and well. Um, but yeah, I think you said it well there. You know, we thought about a lot of different ways to come at this episode because uh, we knew we wanted to talk about it and then we kind of just landed on you know what we just want to talk about it as openly as possible mm-hmm. as if we were talking to each other which we are um privately mm-hmm. um and not not for the sake of social media likes or social media likes she says <laughs> head of digital <laughs> agency and i just call them social, social media, media likes, likes. Uh, not for this not not for saying the right thing and you know because we might we might say the wrong thing and i like that's something that we're trying to educate ourselves on but yeah this is this is we're not trying to absolve our guilt here with this episode Mm -hmm. um we don't think this episode is an answer and we're not positioning ourselves as authorities in this um we're not taking a box um and we just want to acknowledge the problem, acknowledge our own racial biases, our our uh, knowledge of racism. Um, and yeah, because you can't solve a problem without acknowledging it. So that is 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 what we're talking about. Yeah. Like even like, let's again, how many times are we going to say the word honest here? But like, you know, Jane and I were talking about it for the last few days, obviously. And we were like, we really need to talk about this in the podcast. Of course we do. And one of the conversations we had, I was like, well, like, we, we, we can't talk about this. Like, yeah. two white women talking about racism on a podcast. Um, I was like, I mean, who gives us the right? Like, I really just felt like, who who do we think we are if we do that? Um, of course, we have to get a person of colour on to talk about their experiences with racism in Ireland or in other countries. And then that was my initial thought. And I was like, you know, I thought about that was my, that was definitely my... I absolutely still think there's a place for that, by the way. Oh, what's that? <laughs> what was that? I tell you what, I just put up my new notice board uh, and it fell down. What does that mean, Jane? I don't know. I set a sign up. Shut the fuck up, Oshin. Um, it was freak out. Someone was breaking in. Um, but I've lost my train of thought now. But no, 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 no way is right or wrong. If we, you know, we. The, no no way is right or wrong but I guess what we felt after having seen a lot of the content over the last few days was that it's our problem we need to talk about it um, you know it's not we don't need to black people don't have to educate us on this yeah. and all the content I was seeing was they're saying like we're, we're fucking exhausted from <laughs> educating you and you know there's a lot, of, a lot of people saying like you know stop sliding into my DMs asking me what you should do yep you know what I mean so 
does that make sense i just you know what i mean no absolutely it's like you know we're caught in this thing of like well is it is it offensive if we discuss black yeah. people and they're not here yeah exactly um i think that that is i mean look obviously we'd get a lot of value out of talking to someone of color who's experienced this absolutely but it's all there this isn't new we don't need someone to tell us again yeah <laughs> you know we know this is this has been happening for hundreds and hundreds of years um so that's why you know we we wanted to discuss this privately because we think that these are the conversations that that your white gang of gals mm-hmm. should be talking about um and look i i know for a fact that most of our listeners are white mm-hmm. we like i'd like we've had live shows and we've had live shows you know um i like a good i'd say 99 percent um so these are the conversations that i think we should have and yeah over the past couple days it's hard to know like i've been flip-flopping on on what i think or feel or like i didn't like you know there's uh, we went to the protests on uh saturday or saturday where's my bank Bank holiday to be fair confusing was it bank holiday Monday? Oh, it was Monday. <laughs> so confusing, yeah. We went on Monday and uh, I thought it was really important to go. Obviously, like, I definitely had some reservations around the large gathering of people because like we are, you know, in the middle of a pandemic. Um, But, and I've been to lots of different protests and I've marched for a lot of different things and that was the first time I really, really felt it in my gut. Like I got really emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, Like there was a tear come down my face. Like I was really like... yeah. You know, we all got down on one knee and put our fist up. And, um, you know, the speakers who were leading the chants and stuff, they're all black and, and you could hear the pain in their voice. Yeah. And I, I had a moment. I just had that moment of like, what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah. Like, this is insane. And, and we are we do benefit from from this white privilege um, and we haven't been doing much about it. And it's fucking horrendous. That's fucking horrendous that it took took something like that George Floyd and that like that horrific video which caught every moment of it yeah to make people really really wake up at a global scale like yeah I agree like we've been to lots of marches lots of very emotional marches or yeah for for referendums and you know this one definitely just it just felt like what hold on a second what like I feel like racism is something that has existed forever and almost because of that reason, desensitized is not the right word because look, when you see the George Floyd video or if you hear someone telling you a story of racism, you're like, what the fuck? It's not like, I, I, yeah, I'm used to that. You know, you're still like always shocked, but it just... Really, We're not shocked though, Ro. Really and truly, this was just, I just had a moment of like, hold on a second. Because of somebody's skin colour, they're being murdered. And people are treated differently because of a skin colour. Like it's just mental. Yeah. And we are used to it. And I'm mortified that we are only realizing this now. And look, there's a difference between realizing, like, of course we knew, but and yeah. feeling it and really feeling it's, it and really it, empathizing. Yeah, exactly. We always knew racism existed. We always said racism is terrible. You know, we never condoned racism. But yeah. I've but, never fully empathized with yeah, it in I my agree. gut. Me either. Um, which I'm ashamed to say, but that's that's just reality. Um, you know, I've always thought of myself as a very woke Mm-hmm. ally and being a part of a minority group myself um but as it turns out i'm not like i i haven't educated myself enough at all mm-hmm. um yeah and like we were talking about it like 
just because I'm a part of a minority group, it's the two don't go together. I'm gay, but I can hide being gay if I feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I do have to, and that's horrendous that I do. But I can't imagine what it must be like to just existing can mean mm-hmm. um, you're subject to violence. Like just existing and being who you are. It's and just having to change. Like, I mean, a lot of black people on Instagram over the last few days have been saying how they had to change their behaviors. And that's just a normal fact of life for them. So they might have to change their voice in a certain situation. Yeah. Um, the way they're carrying themselves, all sorts of different things. And I'm like, God, like, it's just like hiding, like hiding themselves, essentially. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. you know, speaking about social media there, um, like there, there hasn't been kind of like yes it's on the news and stuff but but social media right now is where it's so, so prevalent mm-hmm. yesterday we speak today on wednesday yesterday was blackout tuesday and uh, everyone was posting their tiles you know at the start of the day i thought that was so impactful and so powerful and isn't that amazing and then mm-hmm. by the end of the day I, I started educating myself a little bit more reading different viewpoints on it and a lot of people were saying that it's actually censoring the movement and that important information isn't getting out there mm-hmm. that is like um it's like uh kind of like a fractal of how I feel on like a a bigger scale like that what happened in that one day is is how my feelings keep changing over the past couple of days if you know what I mean I totally got you mean um like in the morning you were like absolutely this is I'm gonna post this it looks great look at the solidarity and then by the evening you're like oh that wasn't the right thing to do at all yeah and why are people doing that yeah it's yeah totally uh and it's it's a hard to navigate it's really hard to navigate and we were saying the same thing there about like should we get a a person of color on to talk to us about racism you know it's 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 hard to know what the right thing to do is um i even think we're like, afraid of offending yeah totally even like uh, a very simple thing that we can all do and that we have been lots of people have been doing is resharing content so if somebody posts on igtv or a piece of video content or a post right that someone else has created the share button is like i that's me saying i support this and i i, I this is a great piece of video to watch it now well, people aren't doing, some people are, lots of people are, sorry, I shouldn't say that. It's just a simple sharing of it because they don't, they want to, they most likely want to add their two cents and like say, like, I've watched this, I read this really resonated with me, but they don't know what to say. So a lot of people are share, resharing the content. Like, for example, um, I shared a video by Loa today, the musician, and yeah. I was like, you know, I just was going to just share it because I was like, I don't want to like quote her, like, what if it's, a, what if, you know, what if she doesn't want that and what if, you know, and I've just, my head I was just thinking all these like is that a emotion you're sharing her content and you're saying the bit in the content that resonated with you and that's really important it's like taking the taking what someone has created and that 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 shows someone has listened to it yeah anybody can reshare something and have watched two seconds of a three-minute video do you know what I mean just for and I think that's something that's important as well that when we're we maybe need to absorb less content because there's so much of it and it's not physically possible to take it all in but the content we are taking in that we're probably what are we what are we learning from this has this gone in one or the other or what have you taken from it i yeah no i totally get you i would be very of the view that that everyone should try and write their opinion on it yeah i know but they're but that yeah i agree um but i think people are that's afraid what resonates and and uh, and it's not see it's tricky because i it's not I, I find there's a lot of sharing and, and we've talked about this as a as a box ticking exercise yeah um which is definitely a thing I flip flop on it. I'm like, well, even if it is a box ticking exercise, is that at least not a bit helpful anyway, if they're sharing it, but no, it's not enough. They need to educate themselves. And, and if you educate yourselves and really truly feel feel a certain way about it, mm-hmm. 
express that because we're all kind of micro influencers and you know your voice in your friend group or whatever or your your social circle uh is valuable um yeah yeah it's look the theme of this podcast is that we're it's we're flip-flop and you, cha- you change your opinions on, on, on certain aspects and that's something that like yeah I agree I was like why people just resharing content like they, did, they weren't saying anything and then someone told them to and now they just reshared like I saw a lot of influencers pe- posting like uh, now we don't know we're not big influencers obviously but there was a lot of you would see them coming out in the last two days saying everyone's really mad at me as I why I didn't speak about this and I just didn't know what to say or whatever and then they just post like three stories like you know kind of and then go back to their brand yes yeah. which feel which and I don't know I don't know how I feel about it on the one hand I'm like spend an hour at least yeah just spend some time pick a piece of content write what you think about it stop just sharing other people's shit yeah. what do you think about it? you have a platform put your personality behind it say what resonates with you right but then I but then I flip flop between as you said everyone's influencers what are you doing personally? Like if you, if you have 200 followers or 20,000, why are you putting it on influencer? Cause they have a platform. Like, do you, are you happy with forcing someone to talk about it? No, it's not about forcing, but it's about like, like really having that kind of social responsibility and knowing that you are a voice and you do have influence. But the, yeah, but what seems to be happening is people are being, they're pressured. They're being hounded. Like, can't believe I'm not saying anything. Can't believe I'm not saying anything. Yeah, no, I think that's wrong. Like I know, was it Kendrick Lamar that hasn't said yeah. anything and um and like even though his music kind of speaks volumes yeah um yeah look it's it's a tricky one all I can say I don't I don't know if there's a right and a wrong but for people who aren't posting because they don't know what to say or they're not bothered or whatever just educate yourself like literally just there's so many resources online um, on Instagram, all over Instagram, actually watch those videos that are coming out of things going on in America. Yeah. Um, people closer to home talking about their experience of racism in Ireland. Really listen and and yeah, sharing is great, but like really give your two cents on it. You know, even if it's just something simple, because I think um, that's what people relate to, and that's how you kind of like you'll be able to relate to your friend group that way, and um, and you could spark something and change attitudes I don't know there is like going to the other side of this argument not that it's an argument but um, it's like the it's, it's, like this the fact that like sorry I have, I'm going to just pull up an article here because it's actually well worth a read it's from Vogue and it's called we need to rethink our picks or didn't happen approach to activism and again I'm not saying I agree with every, again I'm, I can see both sides of this completely but um like essentially what they're saying is like silence online is now interpreted as silence full stop as if a donation is worth less if it's not made public and as if you're weak if you choose to contribute to causes quietly um and that the trauma of constantly reliving these injustices online not to mention the mental health anguish that it it, it, it takes to conjure quotes for public consumption so exactly what we were saying yeah. there the actual having to come up with something to say eloquently uh, in the midst of a, also a global pandemic that's killing people um, is irrelevant the pressure sometimes leads to premature half-baked responses and, and they use the example of Love Island's Ovi Soko's acknowledgement um, came after criticism for his, his lack of response and he was criticised with a tone deaf his criticised he was called tone deaf and belated Beyonce's statement was also panned as shift and, scri- and scripted and compared to others uh, responses so it's it's 
like I'm torn I see the absolute benefit of social media I mean you can't deny the power of it especially in these situations but then like our, uh, the performative aspect is challenging in my head as well I'm more thinking about the people who um, you know they've never had to think about race really white yeah. people <laughs> yeah it's not like you're like oh my god you're black and you haven't said anything what's wrong with you like that is what the fuck like that's absolute bullshit I'm I'm thinking about the people who um live in a bubble and uh are privileged and look there's no other way about it like privileged and we're very privileged in certain ways as well um I think it's important for them not to say look I don't know it's not my problem I don't really care I'm gonna go back to post my picture of my marg in my back garden mm-hmm. um but actually like think about what you're putting out into the world right now and and really taking what's going on around you and, and think could I could I be saying anything useful here yeah um so really like not forcing anyone but really just trying to educate yourself yeah like, like I do agree I do think I do I do think like if you have a platform you should use it um I also don't think but I also think people need to also realize that it, just because someone's silent on on social media doesn't mean they're not, you know, we can't presume that they're not doing lots of work offline about it, you yeah. know, as well. So it's important to have that differentiation. But yeah, I totally agree. Like, what's the fucking point in having thousands and thousands of followers on Instagram and you just talk about absolute shite all day long? That's what I mean. Consumerism all day long. That's all you're just getting people to buy stuff all day long. Consumerism. And the minute all day long. that there's a problem, like I remember with, when it was repealed the eighth, I think influencers took a long time to talk about that. Like that like we're talking in the last few weeks they all came out when it became more acceptable to talk about it. Yeah. And I remember at the time this is because it's the most recent thing. I'm sure it was the same for marriage referendum. Um I was pissed off. I was like, Oh, you're doing it now in the last in the, in the last two weeks, you know, or or when it passed you're you're talking about it. Um it almost feels like it has to get to a certain point and then they're like, okay, guess now I'll talk about it without acting quickly. I was I was just looking for my phone there because Andrea sent me a, a funny meme the other day and it was just um, about corporates who stayed away from anything gay forever and then once it became <laughs> cool, it was like, yeah. yes, hello, homosexuals, buy my product. Yeah. I am gay. Um, yeah, look. <laughs> hello, look, homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean... Yeah, there is an element of that, but um, but then at the same time, I don't want an influencer to post tat and to say like, here's see, just, can here's I just, just say some jargon? Is, can I just say something like now? Now I feel uncomfortable talking about this because this isn't a problem. I know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. no, it's not either of our faults. Well, I mean, it kind of is, but um, you know, it's just so quickly that I was like, no, wait, let's get back. Stop being petty here for a second. It's not about who who did what they did did or didn't say on social media. Because we're now nitpicking about what white people are doing. We literally had a conversation off air about like you know I because we were talking about people like can you believe that she deleted people's comments? She's mm-hmm. like and you can believe she did this, and then I said, oh yeah, but we can't start like hating on each other like other white people for what they're posting like really we, everyone needs to come together here like stop and policing try and educate. stop policing other people yeah like, exactly yeah. Um, but meanwhile black people are like come on lads <laughs> cop on um, yeah. it's yeah look I mean I'm I my feelings on it and my views my, my like I, I've, I've had a really like strong gut reaction to this over the past couple of days and a mental fuzziness and um I I can't get over how how we just copped on to this. Mm-hmm. Like I really I'm so embarrassed. 
Yeah, and I I really think that And sad, like deeply sad. Social media is like one part of this and it's actually a small part of this. For me, what I think is it's this these conversations. Like I was me and Jane have been talking about the last few days. Um of course like the, it, it's similar to when a referendum or something's happening, the conversation in the household's completely changed. Like my, my you know, you might be talking to your parents a lot more about racism. Yeah. Um me and my brother were talking back and forth on on WhatsApp today about like about racism in Ireland and just how we literally were not aware of the extent of it and you know that's what's important or you know not not even not being aware but not calling out the little things yeah you know I've definitely been present while racist jokes were said absolutely everyone has like even just the kind of joke of going oh do you know that he's black you know yeah. that one, but you know, and that's quite common. People say that yeah. it's like an ironic. I'm not racist. I'm doing that mm-hmm. Irish thing. Mm-hmm. That is racist. Yeah, like all these little things, and I have not called out any of these things. No, going up and touch. I've seen people go up and touch black girls' hair, oh like, but like it's all these little things, and and you you might think that, like, I mean, just ask that person. You know, if you're if you. This is all very look. I can't. I can't start policing what is racist, what is not, and and blah blah blah. Um, there's so many ra- resources out there of people of color talking about racism that mm-hmm. they've experienced, especially in Ireland. <clears throat> I would say is if you want to educate yourself, um, just be open and honest and ask the questions or go looking for the answers yourself. Uh, yeah, because we're so afraid of offending. That's a major theme here. It's a t- that's why probably why we haven't really touched on the topic. I, I'm like, I'll say the wrong thing. I'll say the wrong thing. You know, and actually like... And that fear of offending has actually led worse. to our silence and just like, it's like we don't even want to get involved. It's it's like... um Yeah. It's like we don't even want to acknowledge that it's there because probably when we do, that's when you get this gut reaction. That's what that's happening right now. This uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. And you're so terrified of offending that you're afraid to say anything and then you don't say anything and you don't ask anything. And then you don't ask, you don't hear, and then it's just gone. You just don't experience, yeah. you just don't think about it. And also, we very much live in these white bubbles and we don't really consume a whole lot of diversity. No, not at all. Like we were talking about our, you know, our, our, our news feeds, our social media news feeds, you know. Um, and it's white. It's very white. Uh, brands that I follow, very white. You know, like, and it's... what, Like, what, again... I didn't notice that. See, I don't. I don't follow a lot of influencers what anyway. Are influencers, though, I don't eat. Like, yeah, it's not influ. Yeah, yeah, that's a certain part of it for sure. But I just mean, literally, any like just scrolling on my feed. Yeah. Um. Something again. I mentioned Lo earlier on, but she does have two IGTV videos on her page. Her her Instagram handle is at Music by Loa L O A H. I really thought she. You know, there's so much great video content out there, but I really just thought she explained it um, in a way that I found really easy to understand and digest. And something she she mentioned, which I think we can all kind of relate to, is just casual racism is it's a spectrum. Casual racism is on one end of the spectrum and murder is on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. And when she said that, I literally was like tingles, like, wow, what the fuck? Like, I never thought of it that way. Have you never heard that before? No. Okay. It's not something that I've, well, have I heard it before? Have I heard it, heard it properly before? Have you, has it gone in like? No, probably not. I just never, like it sounded, yeah. it was new to me today, to be honest. I was like, Jesus, of course, of course that that's the case. They're all part of the same thing. They're all racist. But 
you know she's saying so yeah touching touching like t- someone touching her hair um or like she she used the word like light racism like you know racial slur yeah the hair touching whatever um and she said that that, that that's the, how it starts and that's just one part of it and that's just one side of the session i was like jesus christ like you know and i think that's an action that we can all take is it's not don't tolerate those light racism jokes or whatever like and i i think that's something that we can all really improve on um another interesting point you made was just about like reducing so um let's say she was to say she had a, like a re- very racist traumatic experience and as a friend someone might say back to her oh i'm sure they didn't mean like that oh if he probably was drunk or you know drunk i don't think like no i don't think it was a racist thing i think he probably just whatever and i haven't been in that situation but i can imagine that i could easily say something like that as well myself yeah yeah um and she was saying like that's immediately reducing their experience and they're trying to be nice they're trying not to cause hurt but actually it's causing hurt which yeah. i just thought was really powerful as well and it's just about you know listening and being like wow i can't believe you to deal with that shit yeah and really listening to the experience and i think that's a huge thing as well and just like you know <laughs> if you're white you're like if you're white your voice is very very loud you know i think i've said this on the podcast before um but i i remember uh having a moment when i was in new york just gone where i was staying in a black neighborhood crown heights and until you got out, got to the outskirts of that um area into the next um into the next neighborhood like there would be no other white people mm-hmm. and i would feel like like i stood out like a sore thumb like everyone was looking at me that people were going to say something to me because i was white and I didn't feel like unsafe or anything. Um, I, f- I just felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb and the penny dropped and I was like, oh, this is what it feels like on a very small scale. Yeah. I was like, I... With the world. The world is like crown high. Do you know what I mean? It's flipped. Well, I, I instantly thought of, like, I really had a moment where I was like, Whoa. I remember, yeah, I remember you, tell- you, yeah, you told me that. I was like... I was like, this is what it must feel like to be black in Ireland. Because being black in Ireland, like I remember when I was a kid and, um, you know, you'd go into town twice a year type thing. Yeah. And you, if you saw a black person, you'd be like, whoa, that's a black person. Like, yeah. it's just so like, because it, it is, you know, we are different to, to America in the sense that, you know, our history is different. It doesn't make us any less racist, but we're, um, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different, you know, really only in the past 30 years or so, um, the black population has has increased in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And now I heard a lot of people talking about how, um, you know, I guess the generation just under us, like early 20s, um, they're the first generation of like black Irish. So, mm-hmm. so they were born in Ireland or moved here when they're very young and raised in Ireland. Uh, but it just shows how how new it is to us. Yeah. So when we were kids, it's like, oh my god, a black person—that's yeah. mad. So you have to also remember that, like, so the population in Ireland is relatively small in yeah. comparison to other countries. So yeah, imagine being a black person going down the street. And also, I've just had a, a thought. Like, I was just going to say, like, I've never really experienced like racism. Obviously, I don't mean towards myself. I mean, I've never really heard like really, you know. Of course, the light racism, like maybe odd comments, barely. But then I just remembered um, back in, in secondary school, um, there was a girl in our year who was black. And in hindsight, there were lots of comments made. And 
did we say anything? No. Um, there were comments made like, you know, I can literally hear this now and I haven't, I'm just getting working through this myself here now. I haven't, something just came to me. Uh, the way she'd wear her clothes, like she had one, had one tracksuit bottom pulled up to play basketball and everyone's like she's from fucking Nigeria she's not from New York she's from Nigeria why is she yeah. trying to be like an American black person and everyone just laughed yeah. no one said what the fuck are you doing you racist yeah and this is an all girls school not that guys are more racist than others I'm not but you know what I mean like do you remember that yeah and like I just never really you know there's a perfect example of like you know okay we're in school but I mean I would like you know I'm not saying that that that's acceptable because we were 16 but you know it's uh, I just realized that like Jesus Christ and no one would say that's extremely racist yeah no one would call it that's the thing like I I think that you know we are uh, we are growing you know what I mean (laughs) yeah like and and I hope to think that we've grown since then absolutely absolutely but But I I also know that I'm capable of making those comments without realizing it yeah you have to I think we'd be absolute hypocrites to sit here and be like well now i'm woke and now i'd never say anything I, I think everyone's lying if they've if they haven't said like even like the n-word in a song you know what i mean there's so many different variations of things you could say and i'm just like you know what like that's just not all right like yeah no it's not all right. it's not okay like and that's what that's what i'm saying it's not enough just to be like i'm not racist that's what the anti-racism thing is coming from and yeah yeah we all just need to fucking do better, to be honest. I remember, I just had a weird memory. It's kind of unrelated to anything. But you know the way I'm a very big fan of Maya Angelou. Yeah. So obviously I'm not racist. The end. <laughs> but I love Maya Angelou. I love Oprah. I love Maya Angelou. Uh, no, but I remember, um, I, I just got a weird flashback there. I've been probably like five and I'd watch Oprah with my mum when I was sick from school. And I remember that's how I got to know Maya Angelou. Um, because because the Oprah show mm-hmm. and I remember her talking about I know why the cage bird sings have you ever read I, read, I know I know mm-hmm. why the cage bird sings yeah um and I remember being just really deeply affected about the idea of this little black girl who just wanted to be white more than anything and yeah. not really understanding it yeah I don't have a whole lot to say on that it just came to me now and made me really really sad yeah to be honest the last few days I've just been thinking of lots of times in my past where like there's been right ra- like i've experienced I've, I've seen people being racist yeah and you don't say anything i don't say anything but not only that jane you leave that situation going your life yeah it obviously doesn't affect you in a way that like you then say well now i'm gonna go to that person and tell them that was wrong like you just mosey on with your life you know what i mean so that's okay so look i mean that's kind of the next thing another thing that i'm kind of perplexed by is how like you know what's going on right now this whole movement feels very like a referendum situation it feels kind of like the marriage referendum it feels like um the abortion referendum it feels like it's a movement that is moving and leading somewhere but in my head there is nothing tangible that it's leaving to how do we as human beings collectively overcome a hundreds if not thousands year old views like how do you just make everyone not racist like it's it's the hardest like and look i know it's education and it's you know chipping away at at our internal uh, racism and uh prejudices but really like how how you know i always say like you know my dad homophobic (laughs) 
like <laughs> no other way to put it <laughs> no other way to put it and then he i came out as gay and he didn't really get it but then around the referendum as so many parents and grandparents did uh they they changed their minds during the referendum because they heard the real stories right yeah um so if every racist could just befriend one black person <laughs> yeah then we're fine no but honestly like or if all the racists just die off just die off but we're the racists though wrote you know what i mean like how how do we how do we overcome it you know we are very much and like i think a lot of people in our generation in our social circles anyway are very open to being educated and finally open to listening but there are also a lot of people that isn't and as long as there's people that are not open to hearing other else someone else's viewpoint then we're not going to progress so look i i just want to know what the answer is here i know like at a very at a bigger scale you know obviously you hope that something tangible is that like that that, that officer those officers get charged yes, whatever, of course. and that maybe some laws come in you know that something can be happen in terms of the police brutality element was just so so horrific and direct provision here yeah and direct, yeah exactly like hopefully there's two tangible things that they're really tangible that just needs to be laws put in place or something done there um or in this case just end direct provision here but on a day-to-day basis it's all the micro things we do yeah it's us having this chat yeah it's us it's us actually it's us thinking back to times that we were racist yeah or experienced racism and said nothing yeah and it's just trying to change that conversation and I do think it's all the little conversations do add up to a bigger thing but it's not tangible and it's hard to know how to ever you know yeah I don't have know, an answer for it know. like but I, I hope that people think about think about it I guess that's the whole point of this episode is uh, yeah and I certainly don't want this to be a topic that we touch on now and then we don't talk about again like it's definitely you know I've definitely realised the importance of talking yeah Um, and I hope everyone listening do as well and like just have the conversations with your friends and family about it like and really be honest with yourselves because that's only where change is going to come I think as well that's the thing yeah be honest with yourselves I think yeah like was I racist yeah like there's a whole thing about um, you know versatile yeah and they very, very like have say very racist lyrics yeah. and you know there's a lot of people who i'd know who like big fans of versatile and be like they're class they're class and just recently they're just like oh my god like how was i all right with singing those lyrics yeah um and that's a little thing but it's just an awareness now whether these things continue whether you bring them into your daily life after this situation has quietened down i guess in the media and everything is is, is another thing and that's really important too yeah but yeah <laughs> i just <sighs> i feel very mentally exhausted by yeah. all of this so i can only imagine what people of color feel oh god i can't even imagine that's yeah. why like i was like jane i don't even want to like ask you know people for like more time than they're already been giving to educate us on our fucking narrow-minded views you know what i mean and i just can't imagine um what they're going through as well and like you know yeah i think just a message is just like you know if you're white you're very privileged and your voice is just fucking louder yeah and it's terrible and it's of course it shouldn't be the way but use your use your white privilege to talk and um that doesn't have to be on social media you don't have to like if you don't want to it doesn't have to be but at least talk with your your peers talk to your friends talk to your parents talk to your family um don't allow don't allow casual racism to be okay and to end it on the maya angelou quote oh yeah go on maya
when you know better, you do better. And I yeah. think that's really important. When you know better, you do better. We need to educate ourselves. And only through education will we be yeah. able to open our minds and be a bit more accepting of other people. And like really like, yeah, that's a lovely way to end it. And I'm going to fucking ruin it, as I always do. <laughs> but like really. I, I wrap it up in a nice neat bow. Jane and always does. Ro always goes, oh, and also and five also more points. 17 more points, please. And 20 minutes. Um, just something that was kind of irking me a bit on social media is like people coming out and saying th- like, thanks for t- people telling me to talk about this I'm taking the next I'm taking time to 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 learn and educate myself and like you're like are you you know what I mean and like my immediate and ne- like nar- I'm just gonna say narcissist what's the word negative Cynic, cynical. cynic I'm cynic. just like ah that's just a tick box they're saying they're educating and they're not you know um, and I hope a lot of people are but of course I'm, yeah course people are but um it's one of those things that like don't just say yeah i need to learn more i need to educate myself it's like well what does that look like what are you going to do yeah do you know what i mean like what you can't just put up an instagram story and saying and that that be done like you know so yeah and just really feel it like really remember that we are all human beings with the same like problems and the same well i mean no we all have different problems but the same uh, like thoughts and worries and fears we're in all life, yeah. we're all literally human beings and blood we all look different yeah we're blood pumped through and we all we all feel and um the black community is hurting right now and you know we can all do our part to to make sure that that doesn't happen again and, and that things get better yeah 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 so thanks for listening thanks for listening guys um yeah as we said um this wasn't an answer this wasn't the answer to the problem this is us acknowledging it acknowledging the problem and acknowledging our problem yeah, this so, isn't it done now like this is grand we're doing this now on to the next thing yeah now. yeah um so please um have these conversations it's so important if you're not sure about what's offensive or like you know are you going to offend someone or whatever just do just educate yourselves and um use your head mm-hmm. and uh everyone be kind to each other yeah yeah okay well enjoy the theme music, the music. thanks for listening guys bye bye